Experience God's encounter with Pastor George Zunwa as he takes you through the Word of God. We believe that the Gospel is good news and that God's principle empowers men to fulfill their destiny. For more inquiries, call 0702-5950 or 0702-5951. Jesus exceeds expectation. Today we are looking with arresting destiny anxiety. Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. This is a very simple teaching and I want you to just follow me. Matthew 6 34. It says, take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So, uh, Jesus said here, don't take a thought. Are you with me? For tomorrow. That tomorrow we think for itself. Can you lift your hand? Everyone here that is concerned and confused about the future, may today bring your healing. You know, the future lives in the mind of everybody. There is nowhere called the future. You can't see it. You can't travel there. Every time you try to get to tomorrow, when you get there, the name changes to today. Anybody ever been to tomorrow before? Eh? You say, I just arrived. This tomorrow. Tomorrow is only in the mind. Today is what is. No matter how far you travel, you can't travel to tomorrow. As you arrive, when you arrive, it becomes today. So tomorrow, the future lives in the mind. Now, anxiety is negative anticipation. Anxiety is fear built around the unknown. And I don't want you to grow up as a young person with a lot of fear about the unknown. <laughs> Do you know if most of your fears, if most of your mind is uh, and imagination is negative, you will suffer many things that you will never get to suffer. When you were younger, was there ever a time maybe you did something in the house or in the school or anywhere and uh, you know what you did was wrong and you know that when mommy comes or daddy comes or teacher comes or your uh, uncle or auntie comes, they're going to punish you. And you spent your time afraid, imagining how you'll be punished. In fact, even before they come, you have been crying for yourself. And then when the person came around and all of that, and you are shaking, and you showed him how you broke the plate and all of those things, and you say, calm down now. You have been suffering for two hours. You are not hearing me. Anxiety makes you suffer many things you will never get to suffer. There are some of you here now already suffering from marriage. But your marriage will happen. There are some of you here now already anxious about not being rich. But you are going to be a multi-millionaire. It may not look like it's going to happen now, but it will happen. He said, I can tell you something. One of the things that made her love me and get excited in me is because I never thought of poverty. Anytime I spoke, as broke as I was, my expectation has no brokenness. 
Do you know there's a way a man talks to you? While he's talking, you forget that he's poor. There's a way a man is talking to you. You look at him and know that poverty lives here. He's always trying to tell you a story that touches the heart. For you to pity him. Never marry anybody you pity. Do you know that when you have negative anxiety and you don't manage it well, it will make you do something that can even cause your destiny to miscarry. You just do something desperate. Do you know desperate people do desperate things? All these small, small boys of 15, 18, 20 that are going to do Yahoo Plus. You know why? Because they don't believe in their future. When you don't believe in your future, you do anything. A small girl of 25 trying to get Belay to trap a man doesn't believe in her future. Why you need Belay to trap a man? He like, I get Belay for you. So what? You get Belay for me. Thank you. <laughs> and you marry me? No. I won't marry you. Thank you for the Belay. All that nonsense out in the world shouldn't be in the house of God. Don't get into that. Anybody remember Sister Leah? Remember Leah in the Bible? Why did Leah end up in a year marriage? There's pressure. She didn't believe in her future. The young man, Jacob, has proposed to a junior sister. And Leah believes she is ugly. The Bible says Leah has tender eyes. In today's English, she has four o'clock eyes. Do you understand? <laughs> Are you with me? Four o'clock eye is not a sickness. It's just that there's a way your eye is positioned. The way you're looking here, it looks like you're looking there. It's a position. It's a positioning of your eye. And believe me, four o'clock eye can be beautiful. And if you have good four o'clock eye and you manage it well, you'll be seeing things others can't see. When you are looking like this, they think you are looking there. They don't know you are catching them. So Leah should enjoy herself. But she believed in the lie that she wasn't beautiful. Do you know the number of young girls who believe in the lie that they are not beautiful? Because people say if you are big, you are not beautiful. If you are not too tall, you are not beautiful. If your bum bum doesn't come out, you are not beautiful. And uh, the one I can't understand is if your breast is not big. So everybody is padding breast, padding bum bum. And then in this generation now, they added uh, eyelashes. Now, if your eyelash is not out there flashing like baby doll, they say you are not beautiful. Is it this beauty you are talking about now? We fed soon. Very soon, when you're wearing eyelashes, they say, ah, where you come from? That's how fashion looks like. So why are you killing yourself? Be beautiful to yourself. Leah told herself she's not beautiful. I can't find a husband. So she shunted in and collected the husband of her sister. All of these, my friend, uh, came with a young man. And then the young man looked at me. And then he says, it's me I like. Sister, you move. That's the simplest English for you. 
Anybody that is dating your friend and saw you and started liking you will very soon drop you and when you see another person. This is an unstable, foolish man. You shouldn't be hanging out with him. But because you are too desperate to get sense, you don't get into things like that. So Leah went and married Jacob and her whole life was messed up from there. She was begging for love and never found love till she died. Never. May you not be like that. Amen. When you are desperate, when you are anxious about the future, remember Saul. That one is a marriage. Look at Saul. Saul was the king of Israel. There was a war between him and the Philistines. And uh, Samuel said, I'm coming in a few days time. I'll make a sacrifice and you go into battle. But Saul was anxious. Because his soldiers were running away from him. And the Philistines were approaching. What did Saul do? Saul went and offered the sacrifice by himself. When Samuel arrived, Samuel said, what have you done? He said, God's plan was to make the kingdom to be strengthened in your hand. He said, but by this sacrifice, you have lost the kingdom. Every time people are anxious, they make mistakes. What of Gehazi? Gehazi was serving the prophet called Elisha. Remember? When Elisha came to serve Elijah, Elisha was already a multi-millionaire businessman. He left his business to come and serve. Elijah treated him very badly. Elijah never allowed him to preach one day. Elijah never put him in the school of prophets. Elijah took a multi-millionaire businessman and made a houseboy. And he stayed. The Bible says his highest duty was pouring water in the hand of Elijah. And he just stayed. He served, he served, he served in that shame until Elijah was going away. What do you want from me? I want a double portion. You know why? One day with the mantle can recover a million years. If I catch this, I have caught destiny. And the mantle fell. Ah! This boy picked it. <laughs> he said, my word, watch out for me. This is what I suffered for. Make on a watch. The Bible said there were other guys watching on the other side. He saw Kenu. He said, I know they enter Kenu. Where is the water parted? As he was crossing, I'm sure he was winking at them. As though, boys, levels, eh? Levels. <laughs> levels. I stretch my hand toward you. In a few short days, may you be the one who is talking levels. Why do people have anxiety? I'm going to close with that. People have destiny anxiety when their mind is corrupted by evil report. You have destiny anxiety when your mind is corrupted by evil report. How many of you know that if you are somebody who listens to the news in Nigeria, news in social media, you lose hope of your future? Huh? Please, I'm begging you, ignore them. Ignore them. Stop sharing what they're sharing. In this country, with all the bad things they're talking to you about, people are still making billions. 
All these houses in GRA, old GRA, new GRA, not be people they pay for them. Who told you say money no day? You know, yesterday I sat down and told myself, I said, Kai, you can get terrible report about a place and you just believe the place is so bad. Anybody heard of Somalia before? Eh? Do you know it was yesterday when I was reading the report from the, what do you call it, is it UN Development Program, UNDP, and all of that, that I found out that Somalia has better employment than Nigeria. From the time I was small, if I inhale Somalia, I said, Tofia. I said, people there, they suffer, eh? Because the picture they used to paint for us are picture of suffering people. Anybody here of Ethiopia? When they showed the picture of Kwasioko children. Anybody remember? You know Ethiopian currency is 52 to the dollar. Your own is 500 and something. Stop believing everything you hear. And you say, pastor, you say, all you are saying, I just know that men are scarce. Men are scarce. If you are going to ever get married, you better play your card well. Play your card well. Men are scarce. That's the nonsense they put on your head. That's why they are manipulating you. Men are not scarce. And believe me, quality women like you are scarce. Yeah, yeah, full everywhere. But quality is scarce. I stretch my hand toward you. The nonsense out there will not swallow you. You can still have a way in destiny. Another reason people have anxiety is first-hand experience with a defective model. If you have a first-hand experience with something that didn't work, you think your own will not work. Some of you have parents who were intelligent and never succeeded. Hard working and never succeeded. Brothers and sisters who rose and fell. And somehow or another, you have this fear that you can't make it. Calm down, you will make it. Never because somebody's marriage fell, you think your own will fail. That somebody didn't make it, don't think you can't make it. I believe you will make it. That's why people have anxiety. Now, some of you now are engaged, and every day you wake up, you are sweating in the night. Lord, I hope I'm not making a mistake. <laughs> Lord, oh, Lord, oh, hey, Lord, oh, Pastor Joyce, I shouldn't, hey. I didn't say you shouldn't continue. That's not what I said. I just taught you. Why are you taking what I teach and use it to make negative something? If you are in a relationship that is not working, you know. If what you are in can kill you, you know. You walk away. Not you are in a relationship every time you are analyzing and overanalyzing. And when he looked at me, he did not wink. Maybe he's no longer excited. But the way he sh she shook my hand, she didn't press it well. I waited from morning till afternoon. A whole afternoon. From morning. The only time he sent me a test is 2 o'clock. Can you imagine? All, all, all through the morning. What was he thinking? And when we were in that uh, place where we are yesterday, where, where we, I saw him discussing with uh, Chichi, something is going wrong now. All that nonsense straight away. Another reason people have uh, anxiety is continual fixation with personal limitations. When you keep fixating on your personal limitations, you have anxiety. Uh, I don't have enough education. I didn't graduate from school. One young man came to me some days ago. 
He said, ah, Papa, I want to go back to school. I said, how old are you? He said, he's 32. I said, laughing. I said, I want to go back for a four-year degree program at 32. I said, yes. I said, I want to explain to me what you want to do with a degree. He said, I want to get education. I said, yes. What do you want to do with it? I said, because by 36, with a first degree, Getting unemployment is a challenge. So why are you leaving your job to go do this? Do one certificate course, another certificate course, another certificate course. Certify yourself in many things. And if you're going to do degree, do it part-time. I said, don't do that. Many of you that work in many of the oil companies, have you noticed that most of the white people that come here to work don't have degree? They don't have degree. Most of them are not in universities. They're in colleges. Colleges are broader like polytechnic. You do a two-year program, have your ND, get a job and start taking your life forward. People sit down and they plan a career path for themselves. And you're running around here and you're 33. You want to leave your uh, welding business and leave your uh, place in Ikoku and go down there and suffer hunger. Running up and down, you want to get a degree to do work. When you come out, you, 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 you now bring your age down. Go on, use service. By the time you come, you have gray hairs or you have beer. beer. <laughs> you come for interview, they say, I'm older. You, <laughs> you say, I'm 24. <laughs> I beg, get sense. So. Stop looking at your limitations. You are not having a degree, it's not a limitation. Plan your life in such a way that you'll be working somewhere and doing the degree. There is open university. There are schools that do online courses. There are places that get certification. Stop putting yourself down. You can have a PhD and have a powerful high degree of poverty. Stop killing yourself for nothing. Lift your hand above your head. I speak over you today. Your destiny will make sense. So anything you don't have in life is not necessary for your rising. Anything God has not given you will not be necessary for your becoming. Calm down. If you are not tall, you, where you are going to, they don't need tall people. Is anybody here? If you are not tall, where you are going to, they don't need tall people. Stop looking for high heel shoes. They don't need tall people there. God created you perfect. If you don't have a good family background, your papa no rich. Where are you going? They're not inviting people with rich papa. What car they go? One day you rise and turn back and say, Nami be this. What car they go? You see what I'm talking to? If you misunderstand it, if you don't get it right, life will pepper you. You'll be pushing what you, you are not going to catch because you are out of line. You are not running your own destiny track. Don't go with anxiety. You will arise. You will get there. Can I tell you something? Anybody here believe there is God? I'm not saying, do you come to church and do you hear people say there is God in church? I'm asking you, do you believe there is God? With all I have said, do you believe that God can help you? That God can help manage your life? No matter how long you have been delayed, one moment can change everything. Yes, 
One more. Just one. Just one more. Hello friend, I believe the word of God has challenged and blessed you. And I want to lead you to Christ if you have not given your life to Jesus. Say with me, Father, I'm sorry for my sins. I believe your son Jesus died for me and I repent of my sins. Forgive me, receive me as your own and I vow to follow you the rest of my days. Amen. Now if you pray that prayer, I believe Jesus came into your life and I'm going to believe God that from this hour, you keep going higher and higher in your walk with him. Please find a Bible-believing church and become part of them. And if you can be in Gateway Church, I want you to be there. In Port Harcourt, we are located at 3032 Elipramwa Road, off Ada George Road, in Wimpy Axis of My Four Port Harcourt. I have satellite campuses, branch churches within the city of Port Harcourt. Find one and experience God. Settle down there. Get discipled. Begin to grow your walk with God. And you have greater encounters with the Holy Ghost as you do that.